Hey, co-workers, it's me, Scotty Boy, and you're listening to the We Used to Work Together podcast. It's a little podcast celebrating the casual combos that myself, Brian, and John got into when we worked together. And this season, we're talking all about the last decade. And this is our final, if you've, if you've hung in this long, go ahead and listen to this one, because uh, we'll be talking about, <laughs> I can't even almost read some of these notes we've got, but... Uh, we're going to break down why MoviePass didn't work out. Spoiler alert, he had no chance. Uh, turns out Brian was a flower delivery boy. John still has vertigo from like eight years ago. And I use Tinder to pick my kids' names. So, let's get to it. I mean, there was plenty of God. You just, the amount of pork that you put into that. <laughs> I will give you ten dollars if you put that as the goal open. There's no way. There's no way. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the We Used to Work Together podcast, a show celebrating the casual conversations we used to have when we worked together. I'm Scott Lesser, one of your hosts, and joining me tonight are a few of my former coworkers. Say what up, John Mosesman. What up? Do you know I hate when I say a few of because it's actually not right because it's a couple. People have talked yeah, we about it. We should probably recut this. People have and, talked about it. And that other voice you're hearing is a man who knows how to throw a mean surprise party, Brian Ketron. That's me. Uh-huh. I know where this is going. Brian, why don't you, I mean. Well, first off, let's... I'm off the hook. So let's start there. Uh, how are you the... off the hook? Well, this virus is, has. <laughs> Really put a kibosh on any kind of you know conspiracy theory. Brian's behind it. Yeah. Uh. So in a nutshell, so I love surprises. I love doing surprises for people. I know I have done at least uh, a pretty solid surprise for Scott. Maybe I'm assuming just because John is in proximity of me, I've probably thrown John a little a little surprise nugget here and there. Anyway, getting to the point here. I was planning a surprise birthday party for my wife. And by planning, I had <laughs> mentally thought through some things. I should and, do that. And action step number one was got to get her friends involved. So I sent out a mass text message to my wife and all her friends. I said that backwards. You guys just lost all the drama. Because what I meant to say was <laughs> I sent a text message. Can't even surprise this is, the viewers. This is, the yeah, this is why it happened. Much, much like you just experienced it is how my wife experienced it, which was I text all her friends and say, yo, surprise birthday party is coming. And my wife is on the thread. I got roasted. And I found out because my wife replied with just a like waving hand emoji. I was yeah, like, hi, was... I'm here. Oh, good. It was so good. Was, I, the visual of it was perfect because it wasn't like anybody knew. Like Everyone was like, sounds awesome. Let's do it. And then your wife was like, wave. <laughs> I look like a doofus. Wishes. Pretty good. <laughs> Keeping it on brand. I like it. So does that mean, because she doesn't listen to this podcast, so we could plan no. her surprise party no. right now. Um, but I almost threw out specifically what we were planning because we still are planning it behind our back. Mm-hmm. However, on the off chance, she listens to this one episode. Okay. What <laughs> I are you can't do it. Uh, on that same note, actually, 
you pro- you planned a surprise party. I want to say it was the one we talked about when I think it was my five year and you th- planned that whole like escape room thing. Um, and I didn't know. So I knew that you guys were planning something, but didn't know what because I was in a meeting and someone was having to share their screen. Shout out, Eric. And Ooh. Uh, our boss, shout out, Terry, said, hey, jump over to your Gmail real quick. Because like they had a way that they were doing a specific feature that he was like, let's do what Gmail does. And so we went over to, which I was like already like, whoa, bold move to bring up your Gmail. I would Gmail. not have a and Gmail. I'd be like, like oh, why don't we just see if there's a Google a... image of this? So you want me to sign up for a new Gmail account for this? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Got it. Perfect. And so he pulled that up and in his inbox and I wasn't, I legit, my eyes weren't like trying to read his inbox, but I saw my name and it was like, you had created a group me and it was like invitation to don't tell Scott surprise party was like the name of the group. I don't even know <laughs> if I knew that. And so I saw it and was like, Oh no. But then I was actually still surprised because it was not what I was thinking and it was delivered. I was still caught unawares, even though I was aware there was planning. So do you want to know how much help I got creating that room? How much? None. It was all so low BCAP, baby. Uh, but I was so excited. Oh, roast them all. The, the yeah, button. so I'm talking to you, Jordan. Team was like, credit, credit. <laughs> oh, I was a team player. I shared the love. But Jordan, you know. Jordan, get at us. What do you uh, mean you planned it? You had my uh, my very detailed, meticulous document I made for Marcus that we never did. That's I true. Never, I never even opened that document. <laughs> you uh, you sure, the sure, sure. <clears throat> We're going to get to some stealing of the playbook type of uh, scandals here in a little bit. But Ooh. Oh. <laughs> uh, so one thing I wanted to... I was listening back to the episode for editing and... Scott, you were talking about your friends that had the surgery, right? They or they had an accident, and then they yeah, they said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. One had a broken nose, but it didn't get fixed because they thought it was the other person, Something right? Something like that. Yes, I don't. Rem- I go ahead. So, I mean, my first question is: Was this nineteen twenty where <laughs> medical it things was were just early nineties, like? How how did they get in there on the other person and be like, all right, it's time to fix a broken, wait a minute. Oh, God, we messed up. Like, how do they know? <laughs> what happened there where they're like, oh, it's not broken, we're good. Like, how did, I don't good know how question. I need to follow up works. on it because it's, I was young, like 10 years old at the time. And so my my memory of it probably is a, could be a missed memory of it, but I remember him finding out, I remember him finding out later Oh, I was the one with the broken nose. And at that point, he's like, well, it's kind of just like mended itself somewhat. But it, I, I, from what I remember, it was like he was supposed to be careful when playing soccer because his nose was already just kind of in a jacked state. So this isn't quite the same. But right now, you know, the census is going around and mm. we're all filling Got it like out. Third mail from them, third letter. So here's the thing to me. And I get that it is literally how many people are there in the U.S. Do we, do we have a billion? Surely we've got a billion. Uh, right? It's like four hundred million, I think. Is it really? Okay, we're way short of a somewhere, billion. give or take a hundred million. Yeah. But anyway, the, the to me, okay, so it's you know, let's call it five hundred million. It's five hundred million people. Okay, so that's a lot of people. I get it. But also, why are we still doing a paper form and relying on all of America to go? 
I got you. I'll fill that bad boy out. <laughs> so I was wondering the same thing and thinking they must have some sort of like percentage they pad it with of like, cool, we got 300 million respondents. We know that we have a response rate of this. So that our estimate is we have this many people, right? Because it seems like exactly that. Like they got to count, well, especially right now. Like how many people are thinking about doing the census? I mean, exactly. so I Googled it real quick. It said 330 million um, oh boy, remember when I thought there was almost a billion people in America? <laughs> that would be like China, Biket. But I guess there's only like seven billion people in the world, so that makes sense. Number two, I think you drastically overestimate one the ability of the government, and two the technological capability of the government being passed down to the people. Yo, these people—we um, talked about the Snowden. They're tracking us all. They know how many of us there are. That's, but I, I, I mean, but also like, can you Alexa vote online? Knows. No, I, I no, think it's just you way can't. more. I, I think it's way more simple than that. And I know that there's like, you know, immigrants and things like that that don't have social security numbers. But it's like, I mean, how many of those we got? And then let's figure out how many people have like filed paperwork to be a citizen or whatever. I mean, do I we, totally agree that we should be able to do that. But also, have you been to the Oklahoma State website? Because you should, if you it's haven't. Bad, it's bad. Just go try and look up like. And go try and pay your water bill. <laughs> I've seen yeah. that. I've seen that banging logo they came out with. Go star. look up Ooh, Poop Scoopers Anonymous LLC <laughs> registration. And just see if you can find it. I guess that's true. I guess that's true. I, I assume that it's not as simple as I've made it, but I'm also like, it is. That it simple, does seem though, right. Same with okay. Same with taxes though, right? I'm. They're taking it out. Of my check every pay period. Yeah, they know that number. And at the end of the year, I say, I re-say to them, like, it's a magician that knows the card. And it's like, which card you got? And it's like, he gave me the seven. That's correct. It's like, why did I have to do that? <laughs> I saw a tweet on that. Amount. It's like, what? I, Can't, you just already, you do know that. I saw a tweet on that that's like, hey, how much do I owe for taxes? And they're like, we're not going to tell you. It's like, okay, well, I paid some in. Is that enough? I don't know. You'll figure out at the end of the year. It's like, hey, you, uh, you underpaid. Did you tell me that? No, but also you owe us more money. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like that system is just odd to me. Like it seems like, and I'm not trying to eradicate jobs by any means, but it seems like, boy, is that wasteful. All the work we're doing for taxes when the process is digitized to an extent. You know what I mean? Like there is a paper trail because if I lie and say, mm, my W-2 says this amount, then they're going to be like, it doesn't, and now you're audited. So, hey, we'd skip that step. You already know the amount because I selected it when I got hired, and it's on the W-2 that gets reported by my company, which is digitized. So just you do it and just cut me the check. Like, Well, speaking, speaking of other jobs, on the census, if you don't do it, they will physically send a real person to your house to have you fill it out. It's like, it's probably <laughs> as serious as paying your taxes correctly like there's fines and jail time and all kinds of yeah it's like real serious stuff guys there's gotta be a better there should people if someone's (laughs) doing jail time for skipping the census this is so i i feel it feels more like a threat than an actual thing but also they did take that online this year so that was nice that is nice well, on that exact same subject, I'm stealing this before Scott can steal it. Uh-oh. Uh, so this is, <laughs> this is a throwback also to the last episode where we were talking about John and his brother being named Jonathan as well, which mm. is just 
well, we running that back? I'm ready to talk about that. Was that the Sykes? Uh, we are getting jumpy. <laughs> Let me just but, bring us all the way back around to what we talked about again. I'm so we we were we were talking to J Space Mass. Scott and I were talking to J Space Mass about this, and he brought up like, "Oh, hey, do you guys have like family names as well, Scott and Brian?" And first, I'll answer that question with, uh. Every all my brothers, we all are named after an uncle or a grandpa or something, and then all of our kids, for the most part, my wife and I's kids all have at least their middle name is part of somebody's name, and so I share this, and then Scott shares how he named his kids. Scott, why don't you tell us about how you named your kids? Well, first of all, I will say that first J Space Mass shared how he came up with one of his kids' names. And I said, and you were like, that's wild. And I said, actually, that's how we did it too. So if you're familiar with the concept of Tinder, how, at least I've never used it, but from what I understand. Uh huh. Scott, go on. You, you swipe. You swipe, uh, yes, I'm into, or no, I'm not. I don't know the direction on a person. If that person comes across your profile and all you're trying to sound real uninformed right now, a little bit too. Just mail in your senses and they match you up. Hold on, let me search Dajuki on Tinder real quick. (laughs) You outed yourself. Wait, is there a way? We got to get the wife's approvals, but is there a way to? Nah, I'm trying to think of a way. No, not worth it. Get Dajuki on Tinder. I was, I was thinking have a. A combined we used to work together profile, but that's probably a bad Ooh, idea too. Nice. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> By the way, I, with that, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Uh, so you swipe if you say I'm into this person, and then that person swiping through profiles, and they get to you, and they also say I'm into this person. Then you guys have a match, and so it's this like way of filtering through, like finding like oh, we both have mutual interest in each other. So. Similar thing, but for kids' names, there was an app. I don't remember the name of it. it no, I know it no longer exists because I looked for it not that long ago. But that's how we picked Lucy's name. Was we were sitting? I don't remember what movie, but we were sitting in a theater. And the way it works is, um, it shows you baby names. Oh my gosh, this is getting better. You this swipe better. Yes or no? Yes or no? Yes or no? So it's like just you know, you can narrow it down to like names from like Scotland or you know what I mean, like American names or you know, Hispanic names, whatever. So like you could narrow it down, but we just were like kind of generically swiping through. And then we matched on Lucille and we were like, Oh, Hey, we both. Cause off, I don't know if it's with you guys, but like the fielding of baby names is kind of a, a tricky process. Cause it'll be like, what do you think about Lauren? And it's like, uh, I had a friend named Lauren in high school and she was really rude. So I don't, it's like, uh, okay. It's like, what about Tracy? And it's like, mm, yeah, I knew a Tracy once, and just she's kind of trashy, so I don't, I don't have a good feeling about that name. So it's like, those names, just for whatever reason, like I, it's not, like, not a shout out, not a reference to the to Tracy her. we were with. No, Tracy obviously not. This was, she but she's not listening to this, so we're held good. in high esteem. But Jordan's <laughs> gonna get it right for sure on this note. But oh yeah, <laughs> um. So, I don't know, Sub for, before I jump into, like, us talking about how we picked our name for totally, did you guys, you know, ever do that process of, like, okay, I've got a couple names, what do you think about this? And it's like, no, I hate Paul. It's like, well, Paul's a family name, so we've got to use it someday. <laughs> like, did you guys have any of that? Yeah, I guess, I guess, so I, I, I loved the, like, going back and forth and talking, like, picking our kid's name was one of the funnest things like in our marriage and then like 
wrestling with it for like two or three days to be like, ah, no, 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 no. And I guess how I read it from like you and J space Maths was like, I just found an app and we were flipping through and landed on one. The way you just described it actually kind of makes it a little more fun. So you were thinking almost like how you would pick a vacation spot as a 10 year old. You spin the globe, put your finger oh, in your almost like, going like, to I th- Bermuda. I thought it was like a random name generator. Like, here's uh-huh. a name, here's a name. But now I'm kind of seeing you each, but you <laughs> each have your own yeah. thing. So that's kind of cool. That's kind of. I cool. thought you meant you used actual Tinder for the longest time. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but no, I totally agree that naming, naming for us was pretty difficult. So we landed on Evelyn, which we just both liked. That was like the only, and we, we have one more that we like for another girl, but to this day, we still cannot come up with a boy name. Mm. So if you're listening to this, We've future son that may exist. The, the next girl as well, ready to go in the hopper. Scott, just pop open, or I mean, sorry, J-Mo, just pop open Tinder and you'll find yourself a name. <laughs> That's a solution. Here's the thing I'm also scared of is putting that name out there because we had this happen. We had we did have a family name, my grandfather's name that we had like we were like we really like this name. This is before Brittany and I were married, but like you know had been dating for five six years something like that, and we're like you know would have talks about kids and what names do you like and stuff like that. And so we'd already decided on a boy's name. We had decided Jack, and then Brittany's aunt when they went to, when they found out they were having a boy, they were like we really like we we heard you guys talk about Jack. And oh just no, got hooked on it. So we're naming him Jack. And we were like. Uh, so like <laughs> Sam would have one hundred percent. Why is he one hundred percent? Maybe ninety nine percent. Maybe there's a he doesn't turn out. But we would have named him Jack uh, if his cousin wasn't named Jack. Um, so there is a little bit of that of like you saying like we've got another girl's name where it's like don't say it, don't say it. Yeah, no, I held it. Like, I held it intentionally. I just I don't know something about putting it out there, and then all of a sudden it's like oh we want to name him Thomas, and it's like oh guess what we're totally naming our kid Thomas. And it's like oh, yeah, I said something. Yeah. So how did Sam come out? I don't even remember. That one was just, I think we had just been like legitimately tossing names back and forth and both liked, uh, which was kind of funny. So Sam, his full name, he's actually Samuel. But for the most part, we just call him Sam. But Lucy is actually Lucy. And so when we matched, Mm, we both matched on Lucille. And we were like, oh, you like Lucille? I like like Lucille too. And, And both of us were like, I like, I love Lucy, which no pun intended. Love Lucy. <laughs> wow. Don't, I actually wouldn't wow. have that. <laughs> Didn't mean to do that. But it was like Lucille. It's like, ah. And it's like, do you have to name him Lucille to name him Lucy? Or can you just yeah. be Lucy? And it's like, well, we just, I don't think we'll ever call her Lucille. So her name is just Lucy, where Sam is Samuel. We could mostly call him Sam. Do you guys, are you, either one of you, do you have any names like that? It's like. I mean, Elliot, you always call her Ellie, but yeah, you probably so, would have still named her Elliot, right? So that's what I was going to say is we had two really random things that we both liked. We liked boy names for girls, hmm. and we liked them having nicknames. So all of our kids, so our oldest is not a boy name, but hers is Isabel. We call her Izzy. Our middle is Elliot. We call her Ellie. And our youngest is Conley, and we call her KK. So like we, we like... I don't know. We just like wanted all of our kids to have nicknames. Do you call your kids a name that's not even close? No, not really. 
I, Lucy I mean, somehow has ended up, we call her Susan. Oh, wow. That's, <laughs> I thought you were going to say like Lulu or like. So I don't remember how it's almost like Michael Scott, how he calls uh, Daryl Mr. Rogers Neighborhood or whatever, where it's like he started calling him. What was it? It's like Daryl Rogers, Mr. Rogers, or Phil Benz. Anyways, I can't remember. I'm botching it. But <laughs> it's like that where we call her Lucy and we call her Lulu. Then we started calling her Susu. And then now we call her Susan. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and we, it is like we have for both kids. I don't know for Sam what his is, but we definitely like we jump around on those nicknames pretty hard to the point that's that funny. Like, not even close to the person they were. So we had we named our daughter Evelyn, and we started calling her Evie before she was born, and everyone else started saying it, and then we were like, uh, "Don't love that." Like that was kind of our thing, and mm-hmm. you know. And so we completely reversed and now never call her that. I have another nickname on the on the DL that I'm waiting. Ooh. Some nicknames you need like they have to uh I don't know, I feel like there's some nicknames that fit different ages ages. Like they have to be able to respond to you like and respond to that name first to me. it's kind of I'm feeling like I'm not describing it well. Oh my so we were totally different. We they were birthed with the nickname, like we were calling Elliot Ellie before she was even born. Because we wanted her to have a feminine name as well. John, I am curious on yours. I don't know that because that, you're going to have to give it away to, to say it. So you probably don't have a way to do it. But I'm I'm curious what you're... For, my nick, for the nickname? Yeah, like you, you're saying is their age, their age appropriate? Not like they're, oh, can't hear this word until they're a teenager. But like... Yeah. <clears throat> no, it's stick like... Stick a little more. They're not an infant. No, so for example, like I could totally see myself calling her Evers, like mm. when she's like a six-year-old that can run up to me and be like, "Hey, like, hey, Evers, grab your grab your yeah, backpack yeah, or whatever." Like that, but it's like, like, for some reason, the name doesn't. I don't feel like that fits the baby. Mm-hmm. I don't, that's that's a I don't know weird personal thing, yeah. but I feel yeah. like she's not old enough to fit the name in a way. Well, what is perfect is that you have set me up for this transition right here. Is this like have last you, week's transition? Have you guys heard of plugs? Buckle up. Because here they come. Is that a nickname for one of your kids? <laughs> Just plugs? Or no, I call one of my kids Patreon. That's what I, hey, Patreon and Twitter, get over here. Hey, hey chat, get in here. <laughs> no, that's reserved for, for you all. Uh, well, if you guys are not already chat, that's you. If you're not already following us on Twitter, be sure to jump right on over to Twitter and follow us at We Used to Podcast. We will post at least once every other week, sometimes twice. And if you're not already, you can jump on over to Patreon, which is patreon.com slash work together. And there you can actually support the show. We release a brand new epi. That's unique to Patreon. A little 10-minute thing where I get to ask them anything. This week, I'll be asking John, what's the other baby name? And he must answer. That's the rules of break room. (laughs) You you know the rules. (laughs) And if you also want to email us, we check that once every three to four weeks. Fans at weusedtoworktogether.com. We'd love to see you there. Let me get in there real quick and see if we got something. Now... 
we did have, I don't think it came through any one of these avenues, more of a direct message. Uh, are we wanting to answer that question or have we gone over our time? You know what? Why don't we answer it and then we'll decide in the edit. Okay, you will. Okay, <laughs> you know it's getting cut. It's getting cut right here, right now. We'll be I mean, it's going to Patreon on, is what you mean. Bonus content on Patreon. Get the bonus. The deep cut. Uh, yeah, we had a listener reach out and ask us, for some tips and rec, our, our top tips and recommendations for uh, staying sane during the coronavirus. Ooh, you, you are got? talking to the right guy. Oh. Let, me, let me back up. Let Stay me unroll my lane. credentials real quick. Five <laughs> year plus remote employee That's what I was about and <laughs> extreme introvert, <laughs> aka. You do this well. Life is not really that different, boys. It's kind of <laughs> the same, <laughs> except I can't go to the gym. <laughs> So here's my pro tip, okay? You have to, it, it depends. It depends if you're, you know, if, if you're a single person at home, if you're a married person, you're married with kids, obviously you're going to have a different take. Hmm. But you, here's, here's my advice. Now's the time to pick up that hobby that you always wanted to do, that you've always put off, i.e. cooking, learning a new language. Public speaking. Public, yes, public speaking, <laughs> gardening, public. gardening, that's happening, shout out. Yeah, now's the time, it's the perfect time, and the other thing you got to do is you got to kick your spouse out of the office when they get on telephone calls, which is all the time, and by that I mean I've moved oh. to the couch primarily for work. <laughs> so she can have the phone call booth. <laughs> yes, so... I'll Scott has my favorite that was his idea, so I won't steal it. I already stole one thing oh. from him earlier. Um, but mine, mine's actually uh, this is uh like a real practical, just straightforward thing, which was quarantine doesn't mean stay the heck inside. And mm. we this weekend because we had done that, we were inside for like three straight days or four straight days or something like that. And yesterday we went hey let's go just on a drive and so we literally got in the van uh-huh. put all the kids in there rolled the windows down and drove around a lake near my house and it was oh it was so good for the soul yeah that's i feel so bad for the people who are in new york Ooh. la who are like a thousand square foot apartment can't go outside no no porch no anything and have that's to rock by ten thousand doorknobs to go outside yep yeah, Scott, what's your tip? Uh, so, we did this just the night, um, but s- schedule a little bit of digital hangout time just for the extroverts. This is for some people that, you know, I went from working in an office, spending most of my time around people, socializing, seeing some buddies, to doing none of it. Uh, and so, schedule a little digital hangout, and all we did was we got onto a Google, Google Hangout and chatted and played Risk together but through our phones um so but mostly it was just you know risk was just to keep you know kind of things a little bit spicy you know you don't have to do that there's just a, if you want to spice it up a little bit but scott got uh, real self-conscious about playing risk for some, I did reason. For some reason i did i don't know that why. was I mean, the part that made it the best of all anyway, the things that's I, pretty also, out there also i won um also i was doing a who got second place 
<laughs> who was in an alliance? You know, we were right from the jump. <laughs> who wasn't invited? Okay, okay. Both of you guys. Dif- that's different cool. circles. That's cool. Different we, circles. We, we sent that fantasy league invite. Didn't, uh, <laughs> didn't make it. This just, is a very painful Venn diagram we're drawing right here. Just <laughs> see where they overlap and where they don't. Just, just get interested in fantasy football in the next 24 hours. and we'll You were talking you. free throws on the last episode with some deep knowledge on some free throw mm. habits so i'm suspicious about your sports knowledge all of a sudden <laughs> closet, closet <NBA> fanatic fan. <laughs> yeah <laughs> what do i what do i see back there behind pikachu is that a philadelphia eagle poster <laughs> you can come on over baby yeah i got brian a little bit excited on that one <laughs> choose the right words hey doc we better back up we don't have enough road to get up to 88 roads well we're going we don't need roads what up everybody so this is the final episode of our uh decade in review well our final yeah what is called the final episode of decade in review i'm not sure what (laughs) else would say about it uh and this episode we're talking and i wouldn't say necessarily just flops of the decade but these are the the low lights we've talked about the highlights we talked about the things that you know have improved our life the things that you know we didn't see coming that are now a part of our day-to-day these are the things that we probably would like to sweep under the old rug of the decade and forget about them. Um, so, you guys ready to jump into it? Yes, sir. Eep. We have a, a doc, a show notes doc that we always run from. And in the pre-show, kind of what we decided to do was, I'm just going to be rapid fire jumping around different topics. And if something grabs, we're just going to run with it. So, we're starting out with some of the digital flops. So, we talked about... Um, in the entertainment episode, I think, or maybe in this trends episode, we talked about how, you know, theaters have been trying to find ways to innovate and to, you know, try and stay alive, essentially. And so something that came out in the last decade was something called Movie Pass. So a Movie Pass worked. Um, you know, it's gone through some evolutions and it's dead now, spoiler alert. But when it first came out, it was like a subscription service where you paid X dollars a month and you could see a movie. I think it was like a movie a day, which <laughs> dude, it was unlimited when it first came out. Can you Un- imagine unlimited? I, I, it didn't land for me in a time, a period of time when I had not just total control over my schedule, but also just no responsibility. Cause like if this had hit, let's say college, Whoa! <laughs> Movies a day—that would have been dangerous. Well, so what was what was funny about it is they banked on it being like Spotify or being like uh, Redbox. Well, not quite Redbox, but Netflix or whatever, where those companies have to pay people every time content is used. So essentially, what they did is you would pay them a certain amount of money. And then they, in a way, would just, like, cover the fee from the movie. So, like, they right. were technically paying for it. So what they were banking on was, hey, a bunch of people are going to sign up because this is, an, use this like, constantly. yeah, this is an unbelievable deal. And then rapidly they kept putting, like, restrictions on it because people were using it like crazy. So it was something like that. It became like, okay, you can only go to one movie a day. And then it became like, oh, you could only go to like three a week or something. I don't remember what it ended up being. How much they, was it? Um, it was cheap. I want to say it was like, I'm going to be off here, but I want to say it was like $10. Yeah. 
That's so what I, I thought. I I remember it being like if you went to like two movies a month. Let's just then, look it, let's look it up. Oh yeah, you could probably because go to archive.org and see the like first iteration. I remember Scott being way you were pretty hyped about this. 95 a month. That's insane. That which is For like the unlimited plan. That's less than the price of one ticket. A movie, right. Which is And you I remember you talking about it. I think we were working together at that point. Yeah, when it first came out, it it was limited to certain theaters when it first came out. So it was like we don't do AMC, we can't do, you know, like it had certain ones that like uh, okay. would block them essentially. Um and so they didn't have whatever it was like one theater or two theaters like in Oklahoma City or something that was supported. But I mean, that would have been a no because we that's definitely our go one of our go-tos as far as like a, if we're going out on a date night like we love to go we don't go that often like we love to go to a movie and the movie experience is like a big part of it like being in the chairs getting the snacks like you know what i mean just getting to like get blasted with some a beautiful screen and the sound and stuff like that like it's just you can't do that you can't recreate it at home now what i know we're on like one of like 20 right now but the thing that it did uh inspire though or, or or spur on was that movie theaters caught on and basically right. what they did is they started uh blocking the ability to be able to use the card at their places but then they created their own thing so like i'm a member of amc's like movie what do they call it movie it's their rewards yes the stubs reward and i'm actually i do the like top one that's like 15 or 20 bucks or something like that because it's like uh it came at a better time for me than movie pass did. Mm-hmm. And it had, they can offer more benefits cause they do it on snacks and popcorn and you know, all kinds of stuff like that. But it, it at least while it ended up flopping, it at least like moved the market towards something. Also, Brian, you should probably cancel that. Just FYI. <laughs> yeah. If you oh yeah. That right <laughs> well, yeah. Right, right now. I think it's a yearly thing. I pay. Shut it down. <laughs> Well, so for a few months. John, did you have any more you any cues on that? No, I I don't know why I'd I'd never got into it. I mean, I guess I don't really see that many movies, anyways. Or maybe it sounded too good to be true. That but... was honestly some of it for me. Was it too good to be true? I thought this seems a little fishy. I was encouraging every individual in a life stage that could enjoy it, like my parents, my younger brother, or like you guys need to get on this that's like when do you remember <clears throat> this was God, i mean it was in the last decade but jet blue the airline in a summer i want to say i know it's kind of someone kind of crazy but it was like for a couple hundred dollars you could fly all you wanted with jet blue and so you could like maybe it was a little more than that but <clears throat> the the problem for me was the nearest hub was like houston i want to say but people were taking it and just like, hey, I'm flying to New York for dinner and flying back. <laughs> like, there was a guy That's that traveled cool. the whole summer who just slept in airports because he would, like, go to a city, go visit it, come back, sleep at the airport until he could catch a flight with, with JetBlue and then fly to another place. And you could fly. It was, like, it was domestic. And then you could also fly to a few, like, uh, North America. It was, like, all North America. You couldn't fly or anything, I don't think. But you could fly mm-hmm. to like some Central America places. You could fly to Canada, Alaska, some things like that. Um, and it's like, dang, if 
I lived in a hub where that was and just like had my my whole summer just my own schedule and I could work remote from places like that would be so cool like hey this week I'm just working from New York and I'm flying down to Tampa and then flying to LA you know yeah that'd be yeah dope. well can you imagine like you said as a college student I mean so I guess I'll this is embarrassing but I'll say it when I was and just started we did dating it. I had just started dating this girl named Danielle, who later became my wife. And (laughs) I was really trying to, I was trying to be the good boyfriend. And so the third Twilight movie was coming out in theaters. And so uh, AMC and Bricktown had this deal where they were going to show the first three movies and they were going to show the first two and then lead into the premiere for the third one. I've always wanted to do one of those. I think that would be fun. Honestly, and I mean, so we Twilight, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Twilight, not the best ones to do it. But so what we did is we watched the first one and then we left and then went and got dinner in Bricktown and came back for the third one, which is the pro tip because you have to establish your seat. There were people that came in during the second movie when it's like, yeah, there are no seats. You're sitting at the front. You're seeing about three stories of abs. You're so close. <laughs> <Right>. But <laughs> of abs is what he picked. <laughs> and so so we saw that but i've always thought like man what if i could watch like the the like the three hobbits back to back to back in the th- what if you could just spend a whole day could you imagine with your buddies yeah so have you guys ever i've only done it one time like to the max but the the old theater hop have you ever done that uh-uh oh oh like i, I could like bring sneak into the next it. one yeah I bring myself to do it Brie I mean, I we know sketchy Scott. You know, listen. Here's the thing, though. It's getting harder to do that kind of stuff now. I but... did steal. I stole oh, there it is, there it is. the drop. That was a quick. Someone was on the trigger on that one. Here's <laughs> Abo. He's the best. Uh... <laughs> yeah. It got me thinking. I want to make an iPhone app to like optimize the scheduling for it because it was tricky to be like, okay, because you don't know. Also, like, you can't be just meandering around in the theater. So, like, you want to, like, go right. from one, hit the restroom, go to another. And it's so also beneficial. Go ahead. You're not just stealing your own movies now. You're helping others steal. That's yeah. Right. Wanna, <laughs> listen, here's what I would, under the guise of, hey, let's say you want to make a whole day of seeing movies. Here's a way, optimized viewing experience. Buy all the tickets. Also, you could theater hop with this schedule, though. <laughs> <laughs> but the the thrill, boys, the thrill is when that guy walks in that never does anything but walks up and down the whole theater, and it's the same guy you've seen in all three of the movies, and he's like, "Y'all at Wreck It Ralph again?" And it's like, "Yeah, we here." Uh, <laughs> so, but John uh, went with abs. You went with Wreck It Ralph. Okay, yeah, got it. Know, got he it. Saw Life of Pi, Wreck It Ralph. And something else. I don't remember what the other. Oh, uh, oh. So you've you've uh, already done this? Yeah, we did this one time. My wife and I, after we had kids, even we were full grown adults. Whoa. Like, so okay. So this is stuck. not like <laughs> college Scott. This is like forty-two-year-old Scott. Yeah. So I was literally <laughs> looking up Ralph Wreck Ralph release date, and I was about to do the math on how old Scott was. Yeah, it was. When it was, was it? 2012. So it would have been eight oh. years ago. So Scott would have been yeah about forty-two. So then went to Life of Pi, then finished it off with Les Mid. Talk about then getting guilted with the, <laughs> the, the criminals. Uh, Since we're on a super what? tangent, can Solid I day. can I spiral us a little bit? 
we've we've stretched. Yeah, we're, we're already topic there. One baby. This this will be this will be short. Not but even topic I, one. We're on line item one. Bullet yeah. one of one. one. So one. <laughs> there's a subreddit I found that is there's some subreddits that are they're questionable. And again, Reddit being the place that has <laughs> it's like a section of the site for everything. Uh, there's one on shoplifting. There's one on shoplifting in air quotes. So it's Dang. people who post, uh, hey, I was, uh, I was a cashier at Macy's and uh, we don't have security cameras in the back. And then someone else is like, yeah, uh, from 6 to 8 p.m., Walmart restocks. And it's just like, it's all these people who are not shoplifting, but not in quotes, <laughs> but they're like, yeah, giving it, and asking like, you know, if somebody were to walk into the movie theater at this time, where would the cameras be at this particular age you know it's like that kind of stuff where it's like yeah you're telling people how to shoplift and like so those are your people scott so market to them yeah, don't worry i'm gonna get on that red sub market your app so to them. live through them a little bit get my buzz yeah. <laughs> you guys ready movie to hop to our yeah. next topic let's do it we're gonna blast through a couple of these so we had a few social networks that rose and fell during the decade google plus vine mm. And then this one didn't die, but should have. MySpace. It, it didn't should've. die. Actually, I think it, it died. It got it, it got rebooted. It got reborn. It's still alive. It's still alive enough that I saw that at the end of 2019, they had to announce that they lost 12 years of user uploaded music, which is kind of what their thing was when they first launched. Was like a lot of bands and you know entertainment acts and stuff like that. Which John, coming from the industry, that's a that's a bad migration. <laughs> on a, on how a, you got a database back up or nah? No, okay. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, was that like a, all right? Let's pull down the back. Uh, we don't have any. <laughs> oh, I thought we had the. <laughs> I thought we had the. We did, but they all failed. <laughs> yeah. This is what that's harsh. Z is for right. You just yeah. right. control Z and go. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Run it back. Right, run it back. Boy. I want to know, I wish there was, like, stories around, like, how that practically hurt someone. Because, like, hopefully you're not just an artist out there who... Well, that brings me to why I wanted to talk about it. Okay, I'm ready. You guys know that I had a band on MySpace. Okay, and popcorn. Okay, myspace.com slash dajuki7. I tried to find it. I tried to find it. Um, The band, so this is a listener to the show, Space Curtis and I and another friend. The band is called... Almost doesn't count. Our first album was called Horseshoes and Hand Grenades. Okay, <laughs> and, it's okay. And all of it was just other bands' music. <laughs> what? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> like, we just had, we would take songs from other popular, like, punk bands, like Take It Back Sunday and Green Day, and we put them on our page and give them different names. Like, it was a fake band. It wasn't a real band. We weren't trying to get pub. We just did it because we were bored. Uh, but <laughs> we we had like tour dates and merch and hey, and I don't have the stealing drop, I guess. So Scott, please? I don't want to interrupt you, but can you explain this picture that I just put into our Discord? Uh oh, what did it you is find? a picture of two yeah, people that's... in animal masks. We've got one person wearing a pink Taking Back Sunday shirt with a Speaking looks of... like a leopard mask. Now and you possibly with I a giraffe th- mask. So I'm definitely I'm trying to look what that what band that is. I want to say I, it definitely was a punk band. So that's Britney and I uh, at a toy store, I think. 
So, oh, Juki 7 is on my. I just went to myspace.com slash Juki 7 and I. Do you see? Click on that blue. Oh, that's the band. ABC the band right there, baby. Almost doesn't count. <laughs> Oh I see some oh, friends in here. Logo. That logo. Old J Space Mass looks like he's uh, one of your MySpace friends. Let me see here. I won't I won't oh, out his molasses, username. Cloppy, the molasses monster is a song that we have on here and <laughs> I don't Brian, I don't see uh I don't see the tour dates, but wow, I can't believe you found this. I see you put crosses in your logo as well so that people yeah. knew you had integrity right that's right we definitely were <laughs> not a uh religious band songs and albums wow guys this is gonna oh my gosh this is taking me back Scott, come back scott come back okay to us. so anyways you guys got any thoughts on uh, myspace vine or google oh or... there's more pictures hold on i'm so i'm just in a spiral right now Ooh, look at that brian inside. i found your twitter content for next week oh yep. no appreciate it Actually, I guess he would. This would be his own. Yeah, I'll just post this without content. <laughs> <laughs> just tune into our next episode go. to hear about this. <laughs> Man, young. I'm sorry. So steamy. So here's here's one that I th- I'm I'm considering it a flop, but it has a tie in with us, and we might have talked about it already. But I'm I'm thinking Pokemon Go is probably a flop. You think uh, so? I mean, it was hyped, and then. Every base. I mean, they still have a user base, but like everyone I know quit. Even me, who likes Pokemon and games. I will say My, that I'm definitely in their target demo, and I just I can't even like imagine doing it right now. You know? Yeah. They the changed whole, it too much. They had a good thing going, but they kept changing it. Uh, the only reason I th- I've talked about why I quit. The only reason I quit is because I couldn't cheat anymore. <laughs> well, so they changed it to where originally you could just be walking around with the app open and stuff would pop up around you, which is really fun because I'd go on a walk with my wife and then, uh, you know, I'd, there were Pokemon popping up. But then they changed it to where things only happened at the landmarks. Right. And that like ruined it because I'm, I'm walking in my neighborhood. I'm not walking by the Myriad Gardens downtown, you know? So I don't know if this came out on the podcast or somewhere else, but Scott told me, so one of our buddies still plays and when he was in Japan or he was planning to go to Japan, I learned that they had unique Pokemon there Yeah, and my mind exploded and I suddenly was interested again. You I get mean, some cheap flights like, right now. <laughs> real cheap, especially in Japan, my man. Or Italy. <laughs> Italy. Italy's definitely got some, some Okay, so flights. both Scott and John are looking at scott's myspace yeah i'm uh, I'm going through my connections and and here's the thing about myspace time capsule because all these people's profile pictures are like from that time you know like you go to facebook now and it's like if i go to brian it's a recent picture of brian these are all from like this like it's like been snapshotted because everyone left it's like coming back to in a like a post-apocalyptic town and finding like just everything got left everyone just ran yeah. from it that is my space i'm like whoa no one's touched their <laughs> their profiles in a decade plus Jack so is- what was that other network it's not zanga that's the mobile Ooh, gaming i was on that one too <laughs> what's what's the that's not the right <laughs> word though what's the it was really similar i thought what? it was zanga is that what it is 
What do you and think? then the Go other ahead. thing, the other what thing was that was like, social network that I thought it started with a Z. I, I so I thought it was Zynga. Am I crazy? Zynga, Is it Zynga? Zynga starts with an X. Uh, Zagus, Z, Z, Zynga. Hmm, maybe not. Man. I thought Zynga was the like dog mobile gaming. Okay, so, so it's Zynga. That's what I'm thinking of. Zynga was the the like blog the early blogging site, right? Zynga, yeah, it yes. came. Yeah, Z Y N G A. That came. So that was like right after, uh, MySpace, and got a little more popular and then kind of flopped. But that was like way back in. It says here 2007. So not last decade. Also, right, I'm back. I'm back, and I'm ready to finish. <laughs> driving this storyline for us. <laughs> you guys remember Apple Maps when it first came out and now it was an absolute pile of garbage? Hey, let's now they bring... couldn't get something as basic as just putting in a destination. I mean, MapQuest has been doing that since like the late 90s and Apple's like, we got this. We're going to force you into this. I still so, used it. A real practical thing that actually happened to me is for two, two different years at uh, Valentine's Day. I was a flower de- delivery driver. Oh. What? This didn't come and on our jobs episode. This is jobs part I know. two. Yeah, I forgot about that. And uh, actually, I was about to tell the story, and I'm thinking that it was my regular GPS that might have led me astray, because Apple Maps probably wasn't around yet. I gotta look this up. But Apple now it's Apple Maps for Maps. the sake of this telling. Release yeah. date. <laughs> oh no, I'm. Uh, no, that would have been after I was married. So that I like that you were gonna flame there. Apple Maps, and it was just I was actual good technology. I was, <laughs> but instead, finish that thought. That's did you want to tell us? <laughs> what are you talking about? You were a flower delivery guy. Uh, Elven Dragon Slayer, uh, ten point power sword. <laughs> You're not getting out of this. You got to finish that I story. To be like a fashion designer. <laughs> oh, there we any go. other drops? <laughs> yeah, you want to come at me? Get I got me you. out. <laughs> Go ahead, tell us that story. Uh, in a nutshell, I was a flower delivery driver, and the GPS I was using at the time uh, totally took me to an entire different city, knocked on the wrong person's door, <laughs> and was very confused when I read back the address, and they were like, mm, what? And <laughs> uh, so, Scott, it was, if you're familiar with Oklahoma, uh, the flower delivery thing was in Stillwater. I drove to Perkins. Oh, and wow. So wow. I was off by like... Yeah, you're off good amount. I was off by about 30. Not, did they mean the Perkins Cafe that was in Stillwater? I don't know <laughs> what it meant, but the address took me to the way wrong spot. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Okay, well, we're moving into a new cafe. Flops, IRL. Flops in real life. Um, We've got a few in here, but... Anybody got a 3D TV in their house? Willing to say nope? Yeah, no. But they were only like $5,000. Yeah. And <laughs> for me, I get to wear glasses on top of my glasses at home. Dang, sign me up for that experiment. And if, I, if I'm if i not mistaken, early 3D TVs had a wire attached to them. So they weren't even like... What are you saying? Do you, do you remember that? Like they had like the... The, uh, the glasses? The glasses were like digital in some way. Talking about VR? Like, I don't know. Was it VR? <laughs> no, they wouldn't have made VR. VR's on the list. I don't want to say VR. Whoa, VR's a flop. Okay, I don't want to say okay. it's a flop. I don't want to say it's a spicy flop. take. 
but the beginning of the if we go back to the beginning of the decade vr was like we're about it's about to be everywhere like you're about to just go to the shopping mall in vr and oculus you know facebook's buying oculus and you know you have the google what was it the dream or whatever but all that stuff is pretty much as just hasn't necessarily fulfilled on the expectations of it scott you we were at that ruby conference in boulder right where they had the red bull vr thing were you there was that Am I thinking that time correctly? Mm-hmm. It was outside of that little conference center where we would <laughs> play hacky sack, hashtag nurse. Now that I do remember. They had, there's Red Bull was sponsoring it. And so they're giving out Red Bull and they had a VR thing where you put on these goggles and you're up on this really high cliff and you walk to the edge and jump into this lake. You don't remember this? Did you do not that. do it? Mm-mm. So it's the graphics were basically Mario 64 Super Nintendo. I mean, <laughs> super blocky, very very early early VR. But I got such intense vertigo from just that terrible of an image. It felt like people were falling down because you weren't moving. You would just watch yourself in VR walk to the edge in cartoon graphics and jump off. And people would fall and they had to catch person after person after person because even though the graphics were that terrible, it was that immersive, which so, this day still kind of blows my mind. That was yeah, that was specifically what I was going to say is when my expectations changed for VR, I, I think that it got better, even though the technology didn't really get that much better because I thought it was just garbage, like was not that immersive or whatever and then uh, probably about a year ago i tried an oculus rift and whatever it was it was a i basically watched a movie in it and it was like this like interactive type thing but yeah there was like a part where you jump out of a building get onto a helicopter and being able to like look around and stuff it was a little like you it after a couple of minutes you kind of get into it but to me vr is to be able to run it well like the person who was showing me this Oculus had like you know a beefy PC mm. and all that, and so it was just what like were you, what'd you do in it? Did you do something exciting? I, you walk off a cliff as a cartoon character? What'd you do? Well, that's what that's what I was trying to say. It was like you were fighting some kind of like monster. It was like a video game slash movie. Mm. It was more cinematic in that you interacted with it. You weren't necessarily trying to like beat anything. Mm. Um, I only played like five minutes of it, but it was. I did, I did like, you know, kind of some of that same feeling John talked about with good graphics. I mean, the day I can be immersively put in like a Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, th- I'm thinking like 360 degree anti-gravity treadmill. Suit. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like yeah. all in there. You're mm. talking the Oasis from Ready Player One? That's what I was uh, spoilers, but that sounds like what it is. Hey, <laughs> do you, you learn how... about that in like chapter two, John? Pick up the book and read it. There's gonna be generations of nerds that get in incredible shape when VR hits that level. Yeah, there's a so there's a friend of mine that I used to play. He would bring over a a metal uh, DDR Dance Dance Revolution pad because they had the plastic ones, but then you could also buy the like metal solid ones that were much more sensitive and had like way better sensors and he (laughs) he would play so often and so hard that i mean he basically just got like jacked over like i mean he didn't get like huge muscles but he got so toned from just like basically 
I don't know, jumping and sprinting for every hour of the day. See me get hurt. Get me on a DDR trying. I mean, not comically trying, but like I'm going to try. And that is so hard. My brain cannot keep up with that. And you watch a nerd do it and you're like, okay, get me on there. And then you're twisting ankles and you're out of breath like the third arrow. So about six years from now, when we're all out of quarantine, we can do some movie hopping. We hit the arcade, hit some DDR. I'll still listen. It'll be a good time. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> so this isn't, I don't know if this is really a flop. I just, for when we were talking about like some of this stuff, it came into my mind, which was the old hoverboard that dropped this last decade and how everybody was excited about these hoverboards and then pretty much the only videos you ever saw on the internet about the hoverboard (laughs) was like old man on here spins out of control slams into a table (laughs) five-year-old hops on now which which ones were these so those, the hover... they're just those little hoverboards where you like you're they're like gyroscopic or whatever, where it's like so they look like a skateboard and you stand in the middle of them. Yeah, they look like a skateboard, but turn the wheels so that your feet go on it, and then you basically yeah you just like lean forward a little bit and they take you. And but you they were like, oh just yeah, yeah. Foot a little bit and you turn or whatever. You know, it's got like uh, okay tank controls. So and there's boy, a boy did they make them look cool, but boy were they dangerous. There's a kid in my neighborhood that he just cruises the neighborhood on it and he's probably like a teenager like probably 12 or 13 but i'll be honest he intimidates me because of how cool he looks on it because he like couldn't care less he's just riding and just standing and looks like he'd rather be doing anything else and just like come cruising by and i was like dang he's just like so so chill like what a way to get out and just see the world so that's (laughs) that's why i'm that's why I'm saying, like, I don't, I don't know if they're entirely a flop because there are plenty of people who still have them, but they did. They're they got dangerous. they got so popular, and then I yeah I think the novelty of it and the danger of it kind of wore off, and so people moved on. Let me hit you guys with some more stuff. This is a section I'm calling companies having to walk stuff back. <laughs> so there are probably <laughs> plenty of these, but these are a few items during the decade where uh, a company came out pretty strong on an announcement and the backlash was so negative that they went back on their decision. So the first one, do you remember when Netflix decided to split as a company and be to, to become one was going to say Netflix. That was a streaming service and Quickster was going to be the, the like mail order DVDs. And they came out and announced it like, don't worry. It's still all the stuff you love, but it's a totally separate service now within your different accounts with different billing and stuff. And everybody absolutely hated it. And then a couple of days later, Netflix is like, never mind. Like the logistics. I don't remember that like, at all. Remember that? Did Brian, do you remember that? So I, I, what's funny is I saw a Quickster on here and I was trying to remember. I was like, what, what was that? And then when you re-described it, that's, I, I do remember that. And I, I'm trying to remember what people's like specific backlash was on it. Cause didn't they change the pricing model or something? I think something a little bit, but I think mostly it was just, they were going to be separate companies and you could have instead of like having one subscription to everything it was like separate services and people were like no i don't <laughs> I want guess, it i guess because for me like i i legitimately have never in my life done got a uh, netflix movie in oh, the mail 
DVD boy for the but, start. But when they made that decision, were you still doing the DVD stuff? Um, I probably wasn't too far removed from it. Because like that's... 2012, so it wasn't... Okay, yeah. I mean, it was not like last year or something, but... Yeah, because I, I feel like that those are the only... The, the people who were streaming were probably just like, okay. But, like, the people who were doing the DVD stuff were probably the ones that did get a little wild. So let me hit you with this next one. Do you guys remember when Gap came out with their new logo? And huh. everybody hated it so much. I'll drop it in our chat. Oh, yeah. I was about to go on the hunt for it. I mean, I gotcha. And uh, just as a reminder to you all chat, uh, Scott made it to about the... 45 minute to an hour mark though this time before share oh my gosh what is that which so the one on the left is the new one yes well, or was, was the new one they came out and said we've done it we rebranded here's our new logo and then everybody hated it so much so That's much so... so that they said okay <laughs> we'll go back to the old one. <laughs> that's kind of amazing for a couple of reasons because one that people would have such an uh, outrage Sway. over a logo. Yeah. Number yeah, yeah, two, yeah. there's probably a team of designers that came up with that new logo that everyone thought did a great job. And then I would hate to be that person. It's like well, I'm... CEO loved it. Everyone hates it. And you can never put this on your resume. Right. I'm right. looking at it. It looks older than the old gap logo like it's just it's like funny. A, everyone was like this is a step backwards this is way worse than what you currently have <laughs> well, also yeah, think like, about, like logistically all the work that like they probably already had put into place of like all the stores are getting new signs everyone's yeah. business cards the website like it probably wasn't like here's a new logo and you're going to start over the next 16 months you're going to start seeing right. it in different places it's probably right. like you're going to start seeing it everywhere in the next week. And it's like, Arr! so yeah. I, uh, I used to work for a place and when they did, like, I didn't think about the financial impact of a rebrand and they literally just barely changed the like font style and like one of the characters in the, the name. But when you start thinking about this is on all of our stationery, all of our shirts, all of our buildings, all of our whatever, it became like a multi-million dollar change. And I was and just imagine like, imagine they've oh. already done it. And then everyone was like, we hate yeah. it. Like, cool, 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 cool. We'll just go back and we're just going to eat all that. Well, especially for Gap, which is a clothing brand. Like, I mean, their logo is on basically every item they sell, right? Right. Yes. To some extent. Right. That would be. Yeah. yeah. And, and obviously Gap is thousands times larger so that had yeah. to have been so expensive yeah pretty crazy that we're at a point where you know just crowdsourced feedback in that way is strong enough that they're like i, I mean i guess it just they just thought wow we're gonna lose people coming to shop at our store because of it i don't know i do remember seeing it being like "Ugh, this is horrible and everyone was like this is so bad but i don't i was never like I will never walk into a gap again if that's the logo. Well, so, I mean, it didn't quite happen. Actually, it might have been last decade technically, but, I mean, the same thing happened with the Sonic the Hedgehog thing. Like, they pushed back Sonic the Hedgehog releasing because... For the better, though. It was Well, and that's what I was going to say is for the better, though. Like, people went from... Number one, it was like it became a, you know, a pub thing for them. People were Mm -hmm. talking about it and whatever. 
And I think that more people ended up going and seeing the movie for two reasons. One, because they fixed it. They fixed Sonic, made him actually look right. right. Just got more. But then two, I think, yeah, people were just interested, like, in going to see it. Well, speaking about pub, here's some of the scandals that rocked our households the last decade. And by that, I mean, you Ooh. guys hadn't really heard about them. <laughs> Fire <laughs> Festival. Are you guys familiar with it? Did you watch so, the documentary on? I, I saw a tweet. I saw a tweet that someone <laughs> Ooh, said nice. 2020 is being managed by the fire festival. <laughs> and I, I don't know anything else about it, but I understand just from that reference. I literally in this very moment, it was like lightning struck my brain and I, I remembered what it was, but until five seconds ago, I could not remember what it was. So give me the summary. Cause I, I didn't watch is, any of it. Jaw rule the rapper got together with uh, like a skis bag to put on this two, it's like a three-day music festival that was occurring over two weekends on a private island in the Bermudas. They paid tons of money to like market it, to have influencers push it. And so what they were selling was this, like there's all these musicians that are going to be there. Um, this really like intimate experience because like, you're on this island and it's only for the music festival. So it's like Bonnaroo ramped up for the like, you know, one uh, percent. It's like Bonnaroo for the elite, right? Um, what is Bonnaroo? Huge music music festival where I mean, like Beyonce and all the like biggest. It's like a three day huge, huge, huge music festival. So South by Southwest. Okay. Did I sure. Get you? Yeah, we're we're talking about other festivals. Woodstock, festivals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Burning Man. Uh, Burning so, Man. anyways, they what they were selling was like these private like beachfront tents, this five star chef, uh, like cooking, um, private charter jets, like all this stuff for a pretty large like five to ten thousand dollar like cost. So they what's going on behind the scenes is they got none of that. So. <laughs> They it wasn't a private island um, at all. The they did not have any of the facilities ready, so they didn't have enough bathrooms. The beach tents were actually like FEMA um, emergency tents that they like popped up with like, <laughs> cots. So like you're like sharing cots with like strangers, stuff like that. The five star chef food was bread and cheese sandwiches because they like did not have. The money artists artists pulled out so all these people fly in they can't fly out they don't fly in on charter jets at all they're flying like just regular airplanes <laughs> the whole thing was a crap show and like <laughs> all of the all of the models and like influencers that have been pushing it none of them were like even actually coming so that's what like that really was a big shift where for a while you could just like pay someone to in be like, Oh, I love these shoes. But like now you can't really do that anymore. Um, like they have to be like actual, like affiliated with it in some way. So, um, anyways, it was just like an absolute train wreck of like the highest magnitude. And it's kind of amazing to watch the documentary because people showed up there. Their luggage was like getting thrown out of like a shipping container. <laughs> like, there was nowhere to sleep or crap, but nothing to eat but bread and cheese. And these people, this is not like if we did that, we'd be a little bit peeved. These are like the one percenters, yeah. right? Like these are like these people spend a lot of money on 
drip and they're getting fed bread and cheese and getting put in a FEMA emergency tent. <laughs> like, ooh, not good. <laughs> so anyways, that's, I saw that one as like one of the top like things mentioned from flops of the decade time I was Googling for it. Yeah, How about this one? one? A little sports ball reference that inflate gate. Am I right? <laughs> Which I like about that is I don't know who added it, but it's deflate gate. <laughs> Question mark. Oh, so John, okay. tell me about it. I added that one. I thought I had it, but apparently no. Not. You did. You did. You did. But oh, oh, he did put inflate gate. Okay, I see. Okay. It now. Which I, was, I thought Brian did it, and I was like, I can't wait. But the fact that it was oh, that tells oh. me tells you how much so, I know about it. So tell me about deflate gate, John. Uh, so here's what's happening, what Brian. Give us what you think it is. That's Let's think it. about. See, you should have. You shouldn't have told me it was wrong because I would have probably Dang, made an explanation with so that. Good. But basically, in the world of footballers, they throw le football, and some people decided that their hands were too sensitive to catch a really firm football, so they let the air out. They go downside hike and then tss, 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 just a little bit coming out every time. <laughs> Get the little bike and pump so, right there with them. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that helps them play football better. And that's now, also cheating, I guess. Yeah, now, that's, that's accurate. Just some, just some points of uh, clarity for me so that I can better understand. Do you know or can you let me know who, in fact, did the deflating? I don't know who I... I believe it was the Patriots. There you go. Hey, that's pretty solid. Yeah. And that's partially why it was such a big deal, because if I'm not mistaken, they won the Super Bowl that year. Is that correct, Scott? Yes. So they won. So so I guess it's easier to catch if it's not as firm? Yeah, so the the idea was it was was either cold or rainy or maybe both. And I guess there's just something about uh, a football being less inflated is easier to catch was the the problem. And there's a certain like regulation that they have to be inflated uh-huh. uh, to be able to do it. And the reason they were kind of able to get away with it was because each team has their own set of footballs. And so the how they got caught was that someone intercepted a ball and went, huh. That's a little squishy. And really? So they could tell that, like it yeah, was I enough mean, where a person could catch it and tell, like instantly. Yeah, I mean they're well, also they catching, be, like pretty hunt. dialed in on like the, there's like a range in the PSI of what it can and cannot be, and so they all are probably like dialed in to a pretty like you know what I mean? Like you've caught. That's true. Yeah. Like whoa, this one's something's whack about this one. Yeah, huh. if we were if we <laughs> caught it, we would have been like, cool, we just caught a football, but. Yeah, <laughs> we'd be like whoa john you play football you're tall <laughs> that's a callback Best so did they sure. get like what was the punishment or what, what so happened? Uh, th- a little what? asterisk next to the win <laughs> no they, <laughs> they got a they got a good old win uh in in a nutshell the quarterback old tom brady uh ended up getting a four game suspension the next year and mm. week there's there's debate around was he the only one? Did he take one for the team a little bit? Well, because um, it was him and the trainer, right? He had a, it was him and the trainer, a man but, on the inside. but But the Patriots have been known to do some things. Mm. Not above mm. board. Mm-hmm. Well, they've both said two, so let me say one. I haven't. I don't quite know all of it. <laughs> Facebook data scandal? Am I right? 
<laughs> Which one? Am I right? Got him. Scandal. Scandal. Remember that? I just remember seeing footage of uh, what's his name? Not Ruckerberg. Zuckerberg. Found it. Oh, <laughs> oh Zuckerberg. Being Old Inflateberg. On <laughs> he was inflating those numbers. Am I right? John, take it away. Save me, Scott. Save me. Someone help. I'll let John. John's our data breach specialist. <laughs> He's our <laughs> insider. I mean, which one are we talking about? I mean, there's so many Facebook scandals. Well, what was there's the like one? the Cambridge I... Analytica one. That one so, probably where they just were harvesting that data. So that's yeah. the one that, uh, jokes aside, that's the one that I assumed you were talking about. Was, that, that was one of the bigger ones for sure. Because that's the one he actually went to trial over, right? Or not trial, but whatever that was. Like, yeah, like was that hearing or something? Yeah. Oh, man, those hearings. Did you watch any of those? Yeah. Oh, uncomfortable out of 10. Yeah. It's and dry. It's painful to watch. And the one where they interviewed, side tangent, where they, they were asking uh, – Sergey from Google, like, do they, do you guys affect search algorithms? It was that, it was painful to watch. It was pretty painful. All right, fellas. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for our wrap up of the decade. So it's time to move on to a new season. We don't have an announcement on what that is just yet. So strap in because that's how we like to do our content one week out. Hey, we know um, what we're doing next week, though, Scott. We know what we're doing next week. And is now the time for that? Oh, yeah. I think you tease them. Perfect. Uh, so, it's going to be a scuttlebutt slash recap of the recap of the decade. So, what is scuttlebutt? Anybody hear anything? Oh, that's right. We got a scuttlebutt drop for you. So, scuttlebutt is an opportunity for us just to, you know, answer some mailbag questions to get some Twitter poll action. And for us just to kind of take, honestly, a couple weeks off. <laughs> so, you know, this is get those on questions us. in. Get those questions. Yeah, we are stressed uh <laughs> every two weeks um but get those questions in so we've got plenty of content for the episode and uh yeah who wants to get us out of here john if you're on the page it's all you because i'm uh sure back to it thanks everyone for listening let us know what you think about this season format uh our idea right now is to continue with a new season on a different topic um mm-hmm. and kind of follow the same thing so if you have any ideas or comments feedback on that you know where to find us at we used to podcast on twitter fans at we used to work together.com and uh if you like the show give us a review it really helps spike dim algorithms and we will see you next time bye, bye. adios